Good day. Welcome to Partakers and our series Looking at Ruth. The first of our obedience factors is wow. It's surprising. It's got a wow factor to it. The harmony between Ruth and Naomi is even more appealing when we consider the two unusual facets that could have driven them apart. Firstly, Marlon, the natural connecting link between Ruth and Naomi, was dead, as we read. Nothing specific is mentioned about the way that two women got along with each other while he was alive during those years in Moab. Instead, the story begins with the development of their relationship after Marlon's death, and at the time of the women's departure for Judah. And then secondly, the second part of this wow is that they, is that could have driven them apart was that Ruth was from Moab. And a brief review of the history of this neighbouring nation proves that its land and its people were clearly off limits for the Jews. The founding father, Moab, was the result of Lot's incestuous union with his older daughter. And you can read about that in Genesis chapter 19. And though Moab was not on the list of nations to be entirely destroyed by the Israelites under Joshua, its worship of false gods was offensive and troublesome. And indeed in Judges chapter 3, it relates that Eglon, the king of Moab, received power from the Lord to punish Israel for 18 years. And when the people of Israel again cried out to God, the Lord raised up the judge Ehud to kill Eglon and defeat Moab in order to bring peace for 80 years. And the story of Ruth, as we have heard already, is placed at the time of the judges. Elimelech's decision to take his family into Moab to escape the famine in Israel probably occurred at a time when Moab was subdued, or at least not hostile towards Israel. However, God had told the Israelites not to marry into the surrounding nations or join in their worship of false gods and idolatry and idolatrous behaviour. And the fact that Naomi's sons chose Moabite women shows that they ignored this instruction. They were disobedient. It also indicates the attraction of foreign influences to the Israelites, which God wanted them to stay away from. But we also see mercy, God's causative mercy, in grafting, grafting into his line of blessing one Moabitess, Ruth because of her faith and obedience to him. And Naomi had these two daughters-in-law, Ruth and Orpah. In view of their position as Moabite widows, it may seem that Orpah's decision to return to her own mother's house was more natural than Ruth's when Naomi announced her determination to go back to Bethlehem in Judah. We could even argue that Orpah, after politely offering to accompany Naomi, was acting in accordance with her mother-in-law's wishes by remaining in Moab with her own people. Ruth, on the other hand, clung to Naomi and refused to leave her. But Orpah's obedience was shallow, as her offer to go with Naomi was done out of duty and not out of love, devotion, and Naomi probably saw this and declined Orpah's offer. Ruth, however, remained to finish her story and claimed a place in the genealogy of David and also that of 
the coming Messiah, Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us on Partakers. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where we have something to help you as a Christian in the 21st century. See you later.